So, we're in the middle of going through a cheshben of a gemar. Meaning, the Mishnah to Psulim, the Mishnah said, a sukkah in a house or under a tree is not a sukkah. And like we pointed out at the time, it needed no makar, because that is not a hustle sukkah, that is not a sukkah. So you don't need a makar that something isn't a sukkah, you need a makar to pasal a sukkah. So then, the next din we were discussing is that two sukkahs, a sukkah on top of a sukkah, you cannot have. The bottom sukkah is pasal, and that, we learned, is a din that is learned midairaisa, because the terror refers to sukkahs basukas, it's written, so it's a lush and singular, and sukkah therefore has to be a singular unit that cannot be part of a double unit, and a uh, two-story sukkah is possible. So, before we get to the four sukkahs that the Gemara said, we said a we said a uh, swara last night in order to be mechalic between two cases. That a sukkah that has more sun than shade is not puzzle. There's no schach puzzle. It's just not a kosher sukkah. There's no psul on the sukkah. There's nothing wrong with the schach. It's just, it's just not a kosher sukkah. Mashenkein, schach above 20 amis is a sukkah, but it's possible. So schach above 20 amis has a din of schach possible. Schach that's not enough. Schach that doesn't provide enough shade. It's not possible schach. It's just not enough sukkah. Schach above 20 is a sukkah, but it's a sukkah psula. So now, then we said the four kinds of, then we said the four kinds of sukkahs. And we said that sometimes a two-story sukkah, both stories are kosher. Sometimes both stories are puzzle. Sometimes the top is kosher, the bottom is puzzle. And sometimes the top is puzzle and the bottom is kosher. <clears throat> so for instance, we said last night, how could both be kosher? Isn't that a violation of two sukkahs. So we said, this is how it would work. The bottom sukkah is not schacht enough. The bottom sukkah is chamsam rubi mitzilsa. Bottom sukkah doesn't have enough shade provided by the schach. So we said that's good news and bad news. The, good new, the bad news is it's not a sukkah. The good news is it's not a sukkah. Which means, since it's not a sukkah, it can't be puzzle alt sukkah tacha sukkah. Therefore, it's allowed to be, be to take benefit from the top schach. So, in essence, you have a two-story sukkah. Now, of course, you don't have two sukkahs because two sukkahs is puzzle. But that is how you can technically achieve a two-story sukkah, and that was how you could have both kosher. Now, how do we have shteim psulis? So the Gemara, this is the last Gemara, the Gemara we did on the bottom, Shtem Psulis is as follows. The bottom one is a sukkah, 100% good, has more shade than sun. The top sukkah is Lamai Lamayesra. So therefore, you puzzle both. Which means the top sukkah is possible because the schach is above 20. 
the bottom sukkah is possible because although the top sukkah isn't a good sukkah for you, it is a sukkah. And therefore, the bottom sukkah still suffers from being a sukkah tacha sukkah. And although, so you mamish get hit from both sides. You don't have the benefit of the top sukkah, but it's a sukkah enough to kill you. It's a sukkah enough to make the bottom one possible. So let's start again from the last line of Tesamid Bey's. Says the Gemara like this: Pa'amim The top The bottom one is kosher. The top one's possible. How does that work? Says the Gemara on top of Yudam and Aleph. Kigoin, for instance, shetachtayna tzilsa meruba mechamsa. The bottom one's a good sukkah. If the bottom one's going to be kosher, it's going to have to be a good sukkah. So the bottom one is a sukkah that's mesucheches kehilchesa. It has the proper amount of schach. It has more shade than sun. It's a kosher sukkah. Velyayna, and the top one, chamsa meruba mitzilsa is more, more sun than shade. So right away, we can just ask for a second, we're looking for a psul to possible the top sukkah. Why don't you say it's possible because it's above 20? Why don't you say it's possible because it's above 20? Which means you're looking for a way to make the bottom one good and the top one bad. So the Gemara figured out, how could that be? The bottom sukkah is perfect, and the top sukkah is possible by virtue of not having enough schach. Why don't you say the top one's possible because it's above 20? The answer is, is because that would, number one, possible the bottom sukkah for two reasons. Number one, it would be sukkah tacha sukkah because the top sukkah counts as a sukkah. It's just a possible sukkah like the other one. And number two, and this is where it's going to come into play in the next Gemara, you then, <coughs> remember, a sukkah above 20 is schach, and is schach pasal. So what you have now in your bottom sukkah, you're sitting in your bottom sukkah, you're under two layers of schach. The layer right above you is a good sukkah, the one double above you is schach pasal. So you're sitting in a sukkah that is, a, it's comprised, it's a combination of schach kosher and schach basel. And like we learned in the Gemara on Tessamad Aleph, you cannot have a combination of schach kosher and schach basel. So the only thing you could have in the top sukkah that doesn't negatively affect the bottom sukkah, the only psul of the top sukkah that won't negatively affect the bottom sukkah is more sun than shade, because that's not a psul. So what you have on top of you is nothing. It's not schach, and it doesn't hurt you. Whereas if it would be above 20, that would have a negative label. The schach above 20 is not nothing. It's not just nothing, it's not innocuous. It is bad schach, it's schach possible. No, then they were both puzzle. That's the case we use exactly. That's the case we use for both puzzle. The case that we use for both kosher or bottom kosher will never involve a top above twenty. You'll see in two seconds. This doesn't become a case. I think it was on Dalam Bay's where you had this chach 
you know, when we were asking whether it's included in the 10th Bach of Manat, so now the schach, technically you have a sukkah going up 27 amas, whatever it is, but the schach is at 10 amas. You mean when the schach was very thick? Yes, it's dangling down, yeah. So that's what you have now. Great kasha. Tyson's asked that on this explanation of the Gemara. And also, Good, good catch. It would just be logical also that... Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at Tysus. <laughs> look, you see that, Tysus? <laughs> no, not that one. You wish. Oh, on Dalla? No. Oh, thank you. That's what Yeah. That. Oh, this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry? It would also be logical that why would you... You, you wouldn't want to put it over 20 amas because that would... You, that would be a variable that's not needed in order to make right, the case. Right, 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 right. So, no, so I'm not ask, I wasn't asking a cash on the Gemara, why couldn't the Gemara have made a better case? I'm just pointing out why that's different than this, because we're going to need that for the final of the four, mm-hmm. of the four possibilities. But the Gemara says it has to be Pesachim. Right, and that's what the Gemara means, that it has to be Pesachim. Because, and this is what's really cool, if it would be above Esrim, even if it would be Hamzim, Ruben, Mitzvah, it's still possible. The above twentyness of it passes even stupid schach, which means it's a joke. It's chamsum ritzulter. It's doing you no favors. But the fact that it sits above twenty still negatively impacts you. Pliatzuma, you hear? That's what I'm going to say. I don't but if if, if chamsum ritzulter works as bit, as bittel, right? That's the way Rashi explained it right. in the beginning. That's the way you know. It's in other words, since it's less than fifty percent, it's bittel. Uh, it's not there. So, so because it's puzzle, it's not puzzle. If I put, okay, so I don't want to go yeshivish on you. Rashi didn't say the schach becomes bottle. The shade produced by the schach becomes bottle to the sun to the sunlight produced by the schach. And that's the answer to your question. We're not saying the schach is bottle. It's there. You see it. But the shade, the percentage of shade versus the percentage of sun is bottle. I think. Let's hope Rashi says like me. Um, yeah, Hamur bottle bereif barik mishen of alshinus. Yeah, I don't know. Not conclusive. <laughs> not that. Not conclusive. But I think you have to say that answer. But but in other words, and also, let's just read it inside. And I'll, I'll say it again. Says the Gemara like this. Um, so the how the bottom one is kosher because it's a good schach. The top one's pasul because it's just chamsur mitzolta. Bekami trivai b'sei chasrim The Gemara stipulates that the top sukkah has to be within twenty. Which, like Usher's pointing out, is saying as follows. Even though the top sukkah is a joke, it has more sun than shade, and if there would be nothing there, you would have the same thing. L'chaira. Which means, let's say you would have a frame with no schach. Well, that can't bother you because it's not schach. Well, chamsur mitzilsa, like Usher's saying, batal b'raiv, chamsur mitzilsa is nothing, it's worthless. Uh-uh. Even though it's nothing and worthless, its mere existence at an elevation of 20 amis is bad for you. Even though it is nothing. It's not, it can't help anything, it does nothing. So you have this nothingness that if it would be literally nothing, you'd be okay. But since it's something nothing, it hurts you. And therefore, in order for it not to hurt you, you can't have it above 20. Because even chamsu mitzulta above 20 would kill you. That, that's, that's that cheshman. And finally, well, finally, this is the easy one. Pamashel, yoinik, sher, v'tachtayna, psula. 
the top one's kosher and the bottom one's pasal. Well, that's the classic case that we were expecting all along. That's a classic case. Hey, Ridami, Kigain, the Tervayu, Tzilsen, Merubah, Mechamtzen, they're both good sukkahs. Vekaimel, Yainab, and of course, the top sukkah is within 20 of, of its floor. And therefore, you have two good sukkahs. When you have two good sukkahs, we learned the Pasuk that the bottom sukkah is Pasal. So that, that is the four sukkahs. And, and, you know, we figured out all the cases. Now, what the Gemara does, whenever you have one of these math cases, which means the Gemara just did math for you. Of these four cases... There was not one new halacha. Meaning, we had the givens going in. Okay, you know schach above 20 is pasal, and it's schach pasal. You know schach, a sukkah beneath a sukkah is pasal. And the Gemara just said, I could, you know, apply technicalities to make top one kosher, bottom one pasal, top one pasal, bottom one kosher, both kosher, both pasal. So you're basically doing math for me with givens that we had before. So although whenever a Gemara has this, we always have fun with it, the Gemara always does this. Pshita. You just did math for me. Which is, you know, I like it. I don't like doing math on my own. But Lamaisa, these last four cases, there was nothing new. You were taking old stuff and making new recipes out of it. So, you know, you're putting two and two together for me. So Gemara says, no, there is one New Chiddush from that whole math. So where it says Pshita answers the Gemara. No. Tachtainik Shera Velyayna Psulet Strichale. There's one case that's a total Chiddush. That the bottom one is kosher and the top one is Pasal. What's the Chiddush? Now remember, why is the top one not ruin the bottom one? Because it's only more sun than shade, it's not above 20. Now, we pointed out many times that not every top bad sukkah doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah. You can have a bad top sukkah that does ruin the, tops, the bottom sukkah. If the bad sukkah is above 20, it does ruin it. Says the Gemara, I could have heard a makam to be geyser over there. Which means, if the top sukkah is above 20, then it's a puzzle sukkah, and it ruins your bottom sukkah. If the top sukkah is just more sun than shade, it doesn't ruin the bottom. I could see someone confusing the two. I could see someone mixing the two up and saying, any top sukkah that's puzzle doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah. And then someone constructing a top sukkah above 20 and saying, hey, didn't you tell me that if the top sukkah is puzzle, it doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah? And that would be a big problem because that's chach puzzle. So the Gemara needs to say that no, not every top sukkah that's possible ruins the bottom sukkah. If the top sukkah simply isn't a sukkah, it's not tzach possible. It doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah, and we don't make exera because of it. Ma'odetema, I could have thought, nigzer, we can make exera, dilma mitztarv tzach possible, bahadis tzach kosher, that you're going to do another case, like above 20, and combine the top tzach, which is tzach possible, bahadis tzach kosher, we don't worry about that. And if the top sukkah is simply we allow the top sukkah being possible not to ruin the bottom sukkah. So when we use the terminology you're saying that it's just it's not enough? No, no. Then that's a fine sukkah. Schach possible means above 20. But the schach itself... Then that's schach possible. Because it's above 20 and it's combining. Yeah, yeah. 
So now, let's start the next Gemara. We, we said that the top sukkah passes the bottom sukkah. Now, at which point, you know, I know people that have two layers of schach. There was this guy in New York, he had like bamboo, bamboo poles. He sliced them in half <coughs> the, the long way and had his sukkah on a slight incline and had overlapping bamboos and no water got into his sukkah. So he had two layers of schach. And his sukkah was waterproof because they each acted like a little gutter. So, huh? No, can't hold water. I'll drop it. If it can't hold water, it gets rid of water and it's not a keli. So, at which point do we say you have two layers of schach and it's, and it's fine? And at which layer do we say, at which level do we say that no, you have a sukkah underneath a sukkah? So let's try this. If it's two inches, if one layer of schach is two inches above the other layer of schach, is that, is that two sukkahs or is that two layers of schach? If it's six inches, it, be ten is it ten tvachim? I can't fit in ten tvachim, but knows what is it? Says the Gemara, Kama yehei ben sukkah le sukkah, how much has to be between these two quote-unquote sukkahs? V'tehei ha-tachtayna p'sula, and the tachtayna will be puzzle because it's a sukkah tachas a sukkah and not two layers of schach. Am ravuna tefach. Says Rafuna, if they are a tefach apart, then they have a din of two sukkahs. Because a tefach is the minimum space that is called an independent makam. That that's where you're combining the two layers and, and it's like going into the um, into the hole. So so I was thinking about that. So either you say that the chavarami is not like this opinion. Or it's less than a tefach, or it's it's where they're misaligned, and like you don't have enough in the bottom layer, like we said in the first terrace. Um about no walls. Right. So so, no, so what's the chiluk between the two sukkahs? No, no, that's that's how wide it is, not how much space it is between the two. So what's the what's talk of the chiluk between the two sukkahs? When is it a when is it a sugi of chavarami? When is it the sugi of sukkah tacha sukkah? It's a sukkah, meaning, meaning, in other words, the, 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 you're saying the key to saying Chavit Rami is ruining the top sukkah. Once the top sukkah is not a sukkah, therefore we can use its chach to send down to the bottom sukkah. But if this top sukkah would be a sukkah, so you're saying if you have pure chach in the top sukkah and every other one in the, in the bottom one, it would still be a sukkah tacha sukkah. How and we, we say that? We had the case that we brought down was the case of the house with the tumma. Right, 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 right. So, no, but yeah, but not, not with the schach. The schach over there was intermittent. But I'm saying it was full floors. That, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, no, that, that we wouldn't be saved out too little height, but why isn't it sukkah tacha sukkah? So you're saying because the top one's not a sukkah. And that's the case. And it was, the whole sukkah of Chavit Rami is within... The first case of Rabbi Yirmiya, Pamim Shishtayin Shares. Yeah, I don't remember the city of Pabram. We're talking about a sukkah over there? Or we're, we're, we're it, it could be a sukkah or Mahilala Tumah. Right, we're talking about... And we'll get back to... We over there were just saying it for Tumah. Right. 
but um, but yeah, but we're just saying that Chavit Rami is, 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 is fine. Chavit Rami works, but you, you can have other psulim that come. Right, knows, you know, yeah, you're saying Chavit Rami is just a technical way of getting thing from place to place. I hear. Okay, you know, let's let's save this sugya for Sunday. Let's save this sugya. Let's let's do the work. Let's do the work. Okay, so um, we had, a, like we said, we're moving on. First barrack is about constructing a sukkah. The second barrack is about using the sukkah, eating and sleeping in it. First barrack is about constructing a sukkah. So the first half of the first barrack was about the area of the sukkah, the length and width and height of the construction of a sukkah. Second half of the first barrack is going to be about the schach. So before we get to the schach proper, where we've been discussing lately, a sukkah that is ruined, its schach is ruined from outside. So the Mishnah gave two examples of this. The Mishnah said, number one, if you make your sukkah under a tree, the sukkah's puzzle, it's like you made it inside the house. Number two, number two is if you make one sukkah underneath another sukkah, which we explained, that um, one sukkah underneath a, another sukkah is a pasuk that's possible because a sukkah has to be a, a sukkah has to be a, uh, a single unit. Sukkahs, not sukkahs. Okay. So like this. Says the Gemara. And we, we started talking about this Thursday night. When struggling, we're going to start um, about, I don't feel like 10 lines into Yudam and Aleph. So we've been struggling to figure out what exactly determines, what exactly makes that you're a sukkah tacha sukkah. Which means we said that it's poshit, that if you have two layers of schach, it's a fine sukkah. So when do you cross the line from having, you know, gesunte double schach sukkah, two layers of schach, to having a sukkah tacha sukkah? So now, of course, you know, the third opinion of the Gemara is going to, by far, make the most sense to us. But the Gemara brings two opinions before that. Says the Gemara, ten lines on the top of Yodam and Aleph, Kami Yehei ben Sukkah How much space has to be between the two Sukkahs? And the bottom Sukkah be possible because it is Sukkah underneath a Sukkah. Says the Gemara, Amar Vuna Tefach. If all there is, is even a space of a tefach between the two schachs, then it's possible. Says the Gemara, what's, what's so special about a tefach? Because we find the source in the Torah of Eihel. If you want to know what constitutes a living space, an Eihel, so there's a concept like that in the Torah, by Toma. And Toma recognizes the status of an oil. Which means, if some call Asher Babayis, like we say in Parshas Chukas, anything that's in the same house, in the same oil, as, as, I don't want to say oil too many times, you can think I'm talking about Rubashka. But if, you, um, if you're in the same oil um, as a dead body, 
that already excludes it. If you're in the same ayel as a dead body, you're mekabel tumas. So what constitutes an ayel? Anything that provides space over a tefach, which we had right in the beginning of the second parak. That if you have a board, a stick, a pole, that is one tefach off the ground, and on one side of it is a dead guy, and 20 feet away is something else, like a piece of food, then the piece of food becomes tame by virtue of being underneath the same ayel as the dead person. What is necessary to be called an ayel? One tefach underneath it. It's housing one tefach. So we look in the Torah, and we find the definition of an ayel is a tefach. So, so to here, a sukkah underneath a sukkah, so a sukkah is a form of ayel, so if a ayhel is a tefach, by virtue of being underneath an ayhel, it's, it's a tefach. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Shkematsinu ba'ayelituma, tefach, ditnan, tefach, al tefach, brand tefach. If you have a, an item that, number one, itself is one square tefach big, if it's too thin, it doesn't count. And roim tefach over the height of a tefach, maybe a satuma bechaitzis bifneatuma. It can a keep tuma contained underneath that space. That's what maybe a satuma means. It can keep tuma contained and spread the tuma underneath that space, and and it's chaitzis bifneatuma, and it is an effective block of tuma from going through it and proceeding above it. It can't contain the tum and it can't protect from the tum. Bottom line is, we see that an ayhel is a tefach. Now, there's a teeny tesis here, and the tesis asks our kasha. The tesis asks our kasha. Asks tesis on top. Now, Kiveger points out that even though this tesis is on this terrace, we're going to say two other terutsim. Of course, this tesis applies to all the other terutsim. This is just the first time the Gemara mentioned it, so we're jumping on him. So you're telling me that even a space of a tefach makes that the two schachs hurt each other, these two schachs ruin each other, and gives the bottom one a status of sukkah tacha sukkah. That's what our sukkah is. The problem is, we had, and we're going to have again, a concept of Chavot Rami. And the concept of Chavot Rami is that Chavot means to throw. Rami means to throw. Um, it's just one of those things. Um, like someone's named Deckelbaum. It means tree, tree. But um, Chavot Rami means to throw twice. I don't know what it, I'm obviously missing something, but that's what it means. So Chavot Rami means that let's say a person had, so the, the way I picture this, I don't know if like this does it for you, but this does it for me. Do you ever see a pallet? No dentists here. I don't mean like this pallet. I mean the thing that like um, tissues come on to target, like this pallet. So you ever see a pallet? Yeah, so, a wooden pallet. Right, a wooden pallet. So you see it's made out of two levels of like wood. And like they're above each other and you could stick a forklift in the middle. So like it's two levels. You, like one piece of wood is here, one piece of wood is here. 
just doing it for anyone. Right, or I'm making matters worse. But the, the, the point is that the pieces of wood are not on top of each other. But like we said when we did in the second parak, if you look up at a pallet above you, you'll see one level of wood because they're, they're switching off. Where this one is, this one isn't. Where this one is, this one isn't. Where this one is, this one isn't. They're switching off. So they provide coverage. So if you would have that as schach, we said chavat rami. We throw down the top one and it fills in the space in between each one of the slats. So Tysus asks, we have a sugya that if you have two layers of schach, one above the other one, not only does that not make a problem, on the contrary, we will allow the top layer of schach to complement the bottom layer of schach. We'll allow what the top layer has to fill in the blanks of the other one. That's when each one was not good by itself. Oh, so you're saying three steps ahead of us. You're right. We'll get there in two minutes. Fractisis. Fractis, top tisis, teeny tisis. If anything's a tefach above another thing, that's two layers of schach, and you're out. Fractisis, what are you talking about? We have a sugya. We had a sugya later in the second parak, Damrina, Chavit Rami, that we say Chavit Rami. It's impossible to say Chavit Rami here. Shame on you for even asking. I don't even have to explain. It's, that's just not, not, not applicable here. N-A. <laughs> so that's good for Taisus and Avi Rosberg. What about the rest of us? Zog the Maram. Zog the Maram. You know, the Maram. Well, the Maram was, um, was a Rashiv in Leblin in the 1500s. And the Maram is who we turn to first to understand Mamish Pashit, Pashit, Gemara, and this, like this Taisus. And, but the Maram is like from, from the 1500s. So someone said he's going to find it weird that when we all go to Elam Haba and there's Tchiyas HaMesim that Rabbar Bar is going to be saying the Bismedrash here and the Maram is going to be saying the 7th grade here. But the, <laughs> it can't be. But the Maram always helps us in these situations. Says the Maram. Says the Maram. Well, why is it bad? Meaning, why over here do we not say Chavit Rami? And why over there do we say Chavit Rami? The answer is, says the Maram, <laughs> do I need it? If I have a good set of schach in the bottom one, I don't need your help. So I'm not going to apply Chavit Rami. It seems to me that Chavit Rami is like voluntary. You could opt in or opt out. Do you want Chavit Rami? Is it going to help you? If it's going to help you, then you have Chavit Rami. If it's going to hurt you, or you don't need it, you don't have Chavit Rami. So therefore, we don't say it gets thrown down into your schach, and it stays where it is, and it's a second layer of schach. And that's the answer to how to reconcile these two sugyas. That our sugya says that a second layer of schach, even separated by something as small as a tefach, a second layer of schach, separated by a tefach, kills you. I, over there, we, not only does the top layer not kill you, we apply the rule of Chavit Rami, says the Marab, what Taisus means to say is, because you needed it. If you don't need it, because you have a full set of schach on the bottom layer, it doesn't help you, it's there to kill you. It'll ruin your sukkah. I asked you this 
On Thursday night, you tell me, that we don't have an option to opt in or out. Right, exactly. Meaning, I would love to opt out now. I would love to opt out. Two minutes can dive no cover on me. Too bad, I'm killing you with it. When you need it, it's there for you, against your will. When you don't need it, it kills you. I would love to say Chavit Rami. Throw it in and it's one big schach. Sorry, I'm using it against you. I'm not giving you Chavit Rami. I'm not throwing it down. I'm keeping it where it is and you have two layers of schach. Why? Because you don't need it. Oh, tell me. Uh, explain that again. You say Chavit Rami should automatically draw. Right. So, 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 so says, says Tysus, and the Maram explains this is what Tysus. Other people say different shots from Tysus. But the Maram says this is what Tysus means. That since you have a full layer of schach, you're basically not asking for Chavit Rami, or you, know, you can't ask for Chavit Rami, and therefore it's not, we're not going to throw it down. We're going to keep it where it is, and it's going to act as a second layer of Sacha, and it's going to possibly yeah, use well, it. How much we say? It automatically drops down. Only when you need it. That's what it takes to say. But said you said you can't opt in or out. Exactly. We do it for you. <laughs> When when so you need it, when you need it, only is too thick. No, chavad rami only makes when you need schach. If you don't need schach, we're not doing chavad rami. I don't even need schach. Yeah, uh, why should I give you chavad rami? You don't need it. So chavad rami is not really activated by the, by the top. pieces on top. It's activated by the spaces on the bottom. Exactly by the need on the bottom. Beautiful, perfect, Pure, perfect, perfect. So that's point one. Point two over here, which Kiveger asks again. And this is like a bomb. Only, what Asha said, only in this specific case. In other words, if you have Tumma that's going up, then you need to activate on top. We weren't sure where, where the point of meetage is. Okay. We weren't sure. We hacked about it at the time. The, one last Kasha. We're saying over here that to hurt you, we're keeping the two... Levels separate, which means like, come on, they're a tefach. Can't you just combine them for me? No, no, not. You have one layer of schach. You have another layer of schach separated by three and a half inches, two layers, and you're dead. Rukiveger asks, and this nasan bothers me more, as far as halachim shemisina is. What about lovid? Every other time in the whole shas, we say that when two things are within three tfachim of each other, they're, they're as if they're one unit for everything. For everything? For everything. Once you bring this up, this is a very, very yeshiva shavart in this week's parsha. So, so you know it says in this week's parsha that if a guy, Moshe Rabbeinu said it's going to be barred. Bring in your stuff. So it says in the Torah, there's a famous var from the it says in the Torah that the Yareh Hashem heinous he brought his stuff inside, and Bashar Loisa Maliba and someone that didn't care about the Rebbeinshom left his stuff outside. So, so, so the Briskorov said that the Briskorov said that if a person brought stuff inside, it's not the roof that saved your cows from barad; it's your Yerushalayim that saved you from barad. So the and and the Briskorov reads this into the Psukim: the barad didn't fall on roofs. So it was, it's not the pshat that I'm giving you a good advice, bring it inside. So a sefer called Masas HaMelech said, I'm not joking, he said that if a person had a roof and was missing 2.9 tfachim, but halachically it's a roof out lovud, your cows would be protected. Because it's not, the, the Rishkarov said, it's not the roof that's protecting your cattle from barad. 
it's the fact that you listen to the Torah. The Torah is bringing it through. The Torah calls a lover. The Torah calls a lover. It's lover. So, I, you know, I, when I, was, I was saying this, Kashi, you said everything, everything. The, like, it's the most Yeshivish of art you could say. It's the Dach. 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 Where's life for when I need? Anyway, um, our kids are. So, so, Frechter Kuvager, why can't you put these two layers of schach together with Lavud? Why can't you put, it's within a tefach. So not only are we not putting them together, we're saying, no, 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 they're separate layers and they're killing you. You can't have two alakamash mesinai, so you're already using the chavarami to... No chavarami! Exactly. Not using chavarami. It's it's destroying you, so you can't put... You ask one question why we're not using chavarami, we answer you're not using chavarami, now chavarami exit stage left. No more chavarami here. Love would never apply to something that was capable of makalotuma. Sure does. Sure does. You're on Shabbos. You, you have a wall. It's made out of metal. I don't care what your wall is made out of, Machavis. You need a wall. I, the wall's not connecting. Love is connecting. You're allowed to carry here. And now you're allowed to carry there. If you carry from there to Rosh Hashanah, I will kill you. So in others, you see, you see that love counts, but period. Need, but you don't need it. I don't care if you need it. It's involuntary. Maybe because here's a sword. In other words, here you have all the other pieces of love where okay, we can't reach. How can we make this better? It's not a, it's not a sword thing. Here what's happening is, is here once the schach is on top of that, we said we said this case is a case of the sukkah itself is good, but it's just a psal in the sukkah, right? So once you have psal, right. then you can't extend lavud. Some, some, yeah, something along those lines. That 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 lavud is because you're within the law, so lavud will allow the law to help you. Right. Here, where you're going here, against here, the law. No, but here, right, that's, that's the whole thing. There's, other places, just a stretch. Okay, you're toast. Okay, now we'll give you lavud. But here, there's a there's thing, so you can't you can't activate love again. Right. Doesn't work. I hear. I hear. I hear. But you said you can extend space to complete the wall. So right. there's three or or something. Ah, uh, you're, you're saying like different. Right. You're saying you're, you're not completing anything. Right. You're, you're, you're saying. Ah. Uh, 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 you're saying that two items. Because every, for instance, love doesn't make those two chairs together. Because I don't need those chairs together. There's no din of those chairs being together to help you out. So here, in other words, it's not completing... is good on its Right, it's not completing anything. That's the Vart you're saying. You're saying, Vart, we don't do love it to help illegal things. I'm saying whatever sounds better. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you don't have to come in. I hear. I hear. I hear. Good. Good. That is sheer number one. No answer to See that, yeah, so, yeah, Rebbe doesn't answer. Yeah. You know, one time, I'm saying too many batalos today. One time, Rashi said, I don't know how to say pshat in the sugya. So if Kalefki said pshat in the sugya. So he says, who am I to say pshat if Rashi says, any yedea liyashev uh, you know, as a mikra al founder or whatever Rashi says, who am I to say pshat? Because there's a whole other pshat, which said for another hour. So Rashi didn't know which one of these two pshatim to say, so that's why he didn't answer it. <laughs> okay, fine. Says the Gemara. V'rav chiz devrav rav abarav hunami arboya. No. One tefach is not going to pass a Four tefachim that's already a sizable amount between the two schach 
that we will label it, that is two layers of schach. Says the Gemara, Rabba, um, um, Rav Chizda, Rav Rabba, Barav Huna Omar, Amri Arba, four Tfachim, Shleimatzinu Makam Choshev Pachs Merba. There's no Makam Choshev. There's no important, credible space ever given to something less than four. Whenever something, like for instance, in, in Rishus on Shabbos, if something is less than, you know, something is ten, it's Mamash, it's own Rishus. But if something is four Tfachim, then that's a Makam Choshev. We find that four is a makam chashiv. So if there's a if there's a psul of space between your schach, it's got to be a chashiv space between your schach. It's got to be a real space, and that is four. And finally, the third pshat, and this is what you had in mind. This is what you had in mind. Vishmul amar asara. Now. Between the bottom schach and the top schach has to be ten tfachim. Why? Because you picture two sukkahs. You didn't picture two layers of schach being the problem here. You pictured a sukkah on top of a sukkah. And therefore, unless the top schach is schach on a functioning sukkah, it's not called schach. Says the Gemara of Shmuel Amar, Asara, has to be tenfach, my time with the Shmuel, what's Pshan Shmuel? Kehechshera kach psula. The amount it takes to make a sukkah kosher is the amount required to make the, sukkah, the bottom sukkah puzzle. Kehechshera kach psula. Ma hechshera basara, just like the amount necessary to make a sukkah kosher. Ah, psula basara. It's not going to passle the bottom sukkah until you have ten tfachim. Okay, three pshatim. Now, says the Gemara, I have a problem with, t- with what you just said. Our Mishnah says the top sukkah passles the bottom sukkah. Rabbi Yehuda says a caveat. Rabbi Yehuda stuck in a caveat and said only if the top sukkah has dwellers. Says the Gemara, Tanan. We learned in our Mishnah, if there's no dwellers in the top one, then the bottom one doesn't have a din of sukkah, tacha sukkah, and it's a kosher sukkah. My endurance, what do you mean there's no dwellers in the top sukkah? You mean literally? Who cares? Who cares if people actually did it or not? Right? If no one's living in your house, do you need to have a mezuzah? No, who cares? It's your house. So when says, mind the urine. What does it mean there's no one living there? You live in urine, mamish. If you mean literal dwellers, ought to urine kagarmi. You think people living in there is what causes the bottom sukkah to be possible? It's a sukkah underneath a sukkah. So what does Rabbi Yehuda mean that the top sukkah has to be dwell, has to, has to have dwellers? Rabbi Yehuda holds the top sukkah has to be dwellable. Elam elav, my ain't urine. What does it mean, ain't urine? Koshin ruuya ladira. Rabbi Yehuda says the top one has to be fit for a sukkah, has to be able to be a sukkah, has to be ten. Says the Gemara, mind you, koshin ruuya ladira. Vehechidami, what does that mean? It's not ten high. Mechlal the Tanakama Savar, Apal Pisha, and ruuya ladira psula. Says the Gemara, Shmuel, you said a great svar. That the 
height of the top schach has to be ten tefachim because that's a sukkah. That is a great svar. I'm not going to argue it. The problem is, Rabbi Yehuda says your svar. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, Chachamim, you're being way too stringent. Chachamim, you're going over to, overboard. Why? Because you say a sukkah is possible. I say only if people are in the top sukkah it's possible. What does that mean? Not literal people. It means livable. So Rabbi Yehuda holds the top sukkah as to be ten tefachim, the possible, the bottom sukkah. What do we see from there? That the Rabbanon hold that the top sukkah doesn't have to be ten tefachim, the possible, the bottom sukkah. So Shmuel, you sound great, but... There's good news and bad news. The good news is your mamash machavin to Rabbi Yehuda. The bad news is you're not the Chachamim. Says the Gemara, nope. Kiyasar of Dimi Amar, Amri b'marava, of Dimi came and said from Eretz Yisrael, Im if the bottom one, Yechayla, is not able, l'kabal karmuksasais shalal yayna of the top one, ha-tachtayna k'shera. The, under, the bottom one is kosher. Says we're talking about a whole nother thing. Says I'm right. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. The top sukkah has to be ten tefachim high in order to pass on the bottom one. Everyone agrees that the top layer of schach doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah if it's only a tefach higher. It doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah if it's only four tefachim higher. It only ruins the bottom sukkah if it's ten tefachim higher, what's the difference between Rabbi Huda and the Rabbanon? Practically, what Nason was talking about the other night. Rabbi Huda says, if the schach of the top sukkah, or, you know, which is the schach of the bottom sukkah and the floor of the top sukkah, isn't physically able to accommodate the weight bearing of pillows and blankets which are necessary for a person to live in then that's not called a sukkah. Rabbi Huda is coming to add an extra requirement. Rabbi Huda is coming to add and say that if the top sukkah, the schach of the bottom sukkah, which is the floor of the top sukkah, it has everything else of a sukkah. It's ten high. But it's not weight-bearing enough. It can't hold pillows and blankets, which are ingredients in a sukkah, then that makes it not a sukkah. That makes the top one not a sukkah. Says, says Rabbi Huda, if the top one can't be makabal, the weight, that's what Duran means, which means, says Shmuel, I'm right. Says Shmuel, I'm right. I'm correct. That the top sukkah won't pass to the bottom sukkah unless it's 10 high. Unless it's 10 tefachim higher. Now, so what's the machlekas? If the Rabbanans say it has to be 10, and Rabbi Huda says it has to be 10, what is Rehuda adding? Rehuda is adding that the thing has to be, no, bear the weight of the pillows and blankets of the top sukkah. Isn't Rehuda correct? Because according to him, why? Then it's not a sukkah. If you can't live in it, then what is it? Right. And so we pass like we pass like like Rehuda, um, which we'll get into in a second. Um, yeah. No. So the Chacham is saying it still is a sukkah as far as the pasuk of saying sukkas. It's not a usable sukkah, but it's a sukkah. It's a sukkah halacha. Since when did the Since no, the 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 tyrus. Exactly. And when the tyrus says sukkah, is sukkah is a singular unit. 
It doesn't mean that it can't be part of a double usable unit. The Tanakama learns that a sukkah can't be part of two sukkahs, even if it's not usable, as long as it's two sukkahs. Let me ask a question. The first two sheetas don't have a problem with this. Has to be Teshu Kandadu. Well, the first two sheetas don't have a problem with Teshu Kandadu. They don't have a problem with that. Because it never said that it has to be a usable sukkah. It has to be the form of a sukkah. Schach. What's made the sukkah? A, a set of schach. No. Look in the yes, first Rashi of Sukkah. Sukkah, Hashem, Sukkah. Hashem, Schach, Kriya Sukkah. Understood. It's without schach, without schach, it won't be a sukkah. But it's still. Tera never said livable. So in this shita, the Tanakama says, as size wise, it has to be sukkah. But you, who says you have to take it to such a practical level that it has to bear that weight? That who says? Rabbi Yehuda says when the Tera means two sukkahs, it means all the way, mamish nishnar size usability also. Says the Gemara. One second, one second. Says so Frank the Gemara, very similar to your Kasha. Mechlad the Tanakama Savar Alf Bishen Uriel Kabel Psula. So the Tanakama holds if it can't bear the weight, it's possible. Why? You can't live there. Right? Good. Says the Gemara. It could work barely. If you go gingerly, which means, I don't know if you've ever walked in your attic, like, you know, like, like between the things. If you walk, you don't like walking this way usually, but if you walk, you can make it and not smash through your roof. That's what it is. So it says where everyone needs it to be usable, which means if you put in pillows and blanket and it comes crashing down, it's not a sukkah. Which is not partial because the first two opinions didn't say that way. But in, in Rabbi Huda and Tanakama, in Shmuel, if you put the pillows and blankets on the top, it comes crashing down, it's not going to work. Rabbi Huda says, not only does it have to support, it has to support it normally. You have to be able to walk there and enjoy, regular. The Tanakama says, even if you walk there and you have to walk gingerly, it still counts as a dira. End of sukkah. But Usher and everyone else. The Mechaber Paskins, like Rabbi Huda, that if it can't, or I mean, it's going to be like Chavit, don't say Adi Yitzchak or not, if it can't bear the weight of pillows and blankets of the top one, the top sukkah doesn't passle the bottom sukkah. Okay, so far so good. And then the Mechaber adds, it's mind-blowing, it changes your whole Havon of the whole sukkah. If the top sukkah can't hold the pillows and blankets, it doesn't ruin the bottom sukkah, even if the top sukkah is lamayla me'esrim. Even if the top sukkah is lamayla me'esrim, even if the top sukkah is lamayla me'esrim, it doesn't pass. One second, we say, what are you talking about? If it's above esrim, it's chach paso, and it's being mitzdarf. You see from here that the mechaber is learning that if the top sukkah cannot bear the weight of the pillows and blankets, it's not attached. It's not there. It's not attached. If you're not a sukkah, if and there's only a sukkah that's attached to a sukkah becomes possible. It, it's, it's incredible. If, you're, if you can't take the pillows and blankets of the top sukkah, we, it's not the shot, it doesn't possible it. It's not attached. It's not part of the same unit. Only a sukkah underneath a sukkah, by definition, something that could hold pillows and blankets, passes the bottom sukkah. If not, not only doesn't it passel, it's not there. So much so that if the top is above 20, it still doesn't pass. That's the Mechaber. But 
Forget the Mahabra. We're just Chaz in the Gemara now. But. All right, fine. <coughs> okay. Continuing, continuing with the theme of the second half of the first parak, items that are bad for schach or possible the schach. So far, we're more or less focusing on items that possible the schach. So, says the Mishnah, Piris Aleha Sadin, if you spread on it sheets, or, you know, um, blankets, sheets, because of the sun, which means a person has a kosher sukkah. A person has a kosher sukkah. Other shen were in other ways, but we're going to go with this. A person has a perfectly fine sukkah, and the schach is more than 51% coverage, but it's still sunny, which means, you know, you have to, like, talk about that point for a second. Well, why is the sun bothering you? The answer is, is like, you know, we've all had this in the sukkah. You could have kosher schach, and you could just be in a bad place, or it's very sunny, and the, the sun keeps coming through the schach. So in order to rectify his situation, he spread on top of his schach a sheet. So what did I do wrong? I have a kosher sukkah, and I put sheet there for the sun. Says the Mishnah, or oh, another case, underneath it, underneath it, because of the falling leaves. So um, when I was a kid, we used to have like the pine, pine branches for a schach, and like you know, like the first night of sukkah is more or less the thing held, but like you know, already depending on how early before sukkah you put up your schach and how sunny it was, but like the third day of sukkah, there's these pine needles falling into your food. So a guy had leaves, you know, which is kosher schach, and at a certain point it was bothering him too much, the falling leaves. Nesher means falling leaves. So he put up a net, so to speak, to catch the falling leaves that are falling from his schach. So once again, same idea. He has kosher schach, he has perfectly fine schach, and he is bothered by something else, and he puts... He adds on to the schach, either on top of the schach to protect from the sun or underneath the schach to protect from the falling, falling leaves. He puts up a sheet. Oy, shepiris al gabe hakinuf. Or he puts up a person, I don't know if you've ever seen like these fancy Victorian beds and they have like these um, four poles that go up and a person has like a canopy inside his bed. So if a person is sleeping inside this canopy, it's also no good. Now Rashi points out that we just said three psulim here. There are two different reasons. The first two, Rashi says, are puzzle because of schach puzzle, which means you put onto your schach kosher or under your schach kosher a schach puzzle. You have good schach, and then you put the sheet on top or the bottom, so you passled your schach because of schach pasel. You're no longer underneath schach kosher. Even though you had schach kosher, you're no longer underneath schach kosher, you're underneath schach pasel. The case of a canopy, Rashi says, is not the same psul. The case of a canopy is, you. it's like we had in the second parak. It's an oihel 
inside your sukkah. You cannot have an oihel inside your sukkah. So these are the puzzle ones. Rashi, the Mishnah continues, Avul Pairisu Algabe Naklite Hamita. But you are able to spread a canopy over Naklite Hamita. So Naklite Hamita is also a canopy bed, but a different style. Rather than having four posts coming out of the four corners of the bed, you have two posts in the center of the front of the bed and the center of the head of the bed. So you have these two posts, one in the back, one in the front, and you put a and you put a canopy on that, you know, across the top, and it goes down. So if you picture it's a tent. So this says Rashi, and the Gemara will qualify, as long as the top is not a tefach wide. It comes to a sharp point, not a flat point. It comes to a sharp point, not a flat point. Just for your general edification. Do you know how to say a flat top of a mountain? A flat top of a mountain is a vega, as in Las Vegas. That's where that word comes from. But back to, as opposed to a peak, back to Agamar. So if you're... We if, won't ask you on tape where you learned that. Which trip did you learn that from? That was the tour of Phoenix. Everything is Seed's fault. Yeah. Everything I learned, I learned on Seed. Says the Mishnah, if your bed, if the canopy doesn't have a roof that's a tefach wide, it's not a gag, so you are not underneath. You are not underneath an oihel you're underneath the sukkah. Okay. So that's the din of the Mishnah. So the din of the Mishnah now is, is that a person can passel, which means we said you can't build your sukkah inside a house or under a tree. Okay. So we see that a good sukkah can become passel by outside roofs. So this Mishnah, it's sort of taking that a teeny step further. Which means, if you think about it, why is this Mishnah teaching us anything? Why is this Mishnah teaching us anything? I mean, why is this any different than a sukkah under a house? What's wrong with a sukkah in your house? You have a good sukkah, and it's under a bad roof. It's possible. So why is it any different here? You have a good sukkah, and you put on a bad thing, a sheet for sun, or a sheet to catch falling leaves. So isn't this the same as last Mishnah? Where's the under sheet? You like you hang it right under the schach, yeah, and it's catching the leaves. So I guess I guess you're right, Ben. If it would have, okay. Yeah, you're gonna ruin all the weight you lost in the haircut. That's right. Okay. So we, uh, we said last night, we discussed last night that, that decorations are not, the decorations cannot be mevatel v'schach. <coughs> decorations cannot be mevatel v'schach. And we, and we said last night that like, it's clear to be medayik from the Mishnah that there's, at least we Rashi one, there's no difference in the sheet that you put above the schach for sun, below the schach for leaves, and the same sheet that you put for noy. It's the exact same look physically, 
the schach is the same amount of coverage, and the sheet is placed the same way. And yet, when it's dum l'nai, when it's dum l'nai, it's it's not it's not a problem. It's not mavatel the schach. So, in a similar vein, the Gemara says on Daf second line from the top, says says the Gemara itmar noi sukkah sukkah decorations. <laughs> are not mamayit, don't make the sukkah smaller. Now this is fascinating. In fact, as Tysus points out, we said before, if a sukkah is minimum size, if a sukkah is exactly ten tefachim high, and you have leaves, or, or you know, pine branches, thistles, pointing into your sukkah, going beneath ten tefachim, it ruins your sukkah. It ruins your sukkah because it's a dearest rucha, which means you need exactly 10 tfachim to live. You need 10 tfachim of living space. And if the schach pokes in, if the schach droops in into the 10 tfachim of living space, it ruins your sukkah. It ruins your sukkah. So says, says the Gemara here, if decorations do that, if decorations do that, your sukkah's fine. Why? What's the difference? Meaning, I understand last night what we said, that decorations don't mevatel the schach, even if the de- decorations are makabal tumah, like we said last night, wine, oil, it's all makabal tumah. So I understand why makabal tumah doesn't mevatel the schach, we said a couple of pshatim last night. But here, I don't care what lumdis you tell me, you tell me, we said before of hutzin are yarden into the sukkah. We said before of like pine branches, if part of the schach goes into the sukkah, it makes it a dearest rucha. It makes it disgusting to live. So does it bother me more? Does it bother me more if a pine branch is poking me in the head or a, um, a chime that you bought in the store or like a picture of Rav is poking me in the head? Who cares if it's a sukkah decoration poking me in the head? It still bothers me. Zuck Taisus, yeah, that's the difference. That's what Taisus says. Taisus says that <coughs> since it's lenoi, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Since it's lenoi, it doesn't bother me. So you can take Taisus at face value. You can take Taisus and say, yeah, the schach bothers you, and and the sukkah doesn't. But the Chumas Harajba says a beautiful swar. And it's much a good psychology. Chufus Harajba says that if the decoration bothered you, rip it down. Throw it away. Get rid of it. If it bothered you, you have a choice. You have a choice. I have a litmus test if it bothers you. Rip it down. If a guy's decoration is coming into the sukkah and he's not ripping it down, it's clear proof it's not bothering him. Because nothing's forcing him to keep his kid's picture of a lulav and esrig in his sukkah. What about his wife? They think I'm lost in the sukkah. Who put her in the sukkah? Says the true Sarajwa, but the schach, you have no choice. You can't say, well, the schach is bothering me, so I'm going to rip it down. So says the Chuvas Haraj, but gorgeous. 
This, if the schach pokes into you, it bothers you, and you have no litmus test if it bothers you or not, because you have no choice. What do you do? Rip down your schach? You can't do that. So you're sitting there in a bad mood the whole time in the sukkah because your schach is making you crazy. Dear Asrucha, it's possible. Here, you have the exact same physical situation. You're in like a tight sukkah, and, and the, the decorations are coming down and bothering you. Not possible. Even on Yantif? Even on Yantif. Says Tyson, yeah, it's, if you, the same book says any time if it's bothering you, you can move it. So says Tyson, why? Because since it's Lenoi, it doesn't stare you. Says the Chubas Haraj, but why? I have a proof it doesn't bother you. Because if it bothers you, there's nothing forcing you to keep it. By the Schach, you can't say that. Well, it doesn't bother you. Well, by the Schach? So by the Schach, it's Batladaita. A normal person, if he's given, if you're sitting in Tent Fachim and you're given the choice to do whatever you need to do, to rectify your situation, you'll rip it down. You can't, so you won't, so you're bothered. Mashenka in here, everyone that wants to rip down their decorations is free to do so. No one's forcing you to keep decorations. It's more that he put it there to make his sukkah nice. So, so, if, so if you say it like that, then I think Tesis is saying different than the Chuvah Sarajba. And as you're saying, the fact that he knows, the Chuvah Sarajba is saying Araya from how you do or don't react. The way you said it, which could be is what Tysus is saying, and therefore not saying like the Chuvah Zaraj, but is what you did in the first place. But in other, in other words, the reason why that's not so passionate is we find in life, sometimes think we, things we do, do bother us. Just because, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to, you know, to do something in my house. Then like after a few days, I say, no, I don't like this. You know, the sun, right? So, so I take it. So no, just because I did do something, it's not a riot that it doesn't bother me. The fact that I'm not changing it is a riot that doesn't bother me. So that's why I think, and those could be you're right, and Tysus is saying what you're saying and not saying like the Chuvah Zarajba, but then I had that problem. So I'd rather Tysus say like the Chuvah Zarajba and say like that. So that is the, that is the first, that is the first Gemara. But then, the Gemara says another statement. Amr Rabashi says Rabashi, Umin Hatsad Mimatin. But from the side, decorations are Mimait. So until now we're talking about you had a minimum sukkah of 10 Fachim and the decorations are poking in. Here you have a minimum size of sukkah, 7 by 7. Your minimum size, 7 by 7. And of those seven tfachim, you have decorations protruding from the wall. You have decorations protruding from the wall, and, and it takes away from the seven tfachim. Your sukkah is possible. Your sukkah is possible. That's what the Gemara says. Zuminat sad, mimatin. And if the decorations come in from the side, then it's mimayat in the sukkah. Now, how? Do we deal with this? Which means we have Lachira, two of the same Gemara, just one is talking about height, one is talking about width. In either case, you have decorations coming into the minimum size sukkah. The first Gemara, the sukkah was purely exactly the right height, and decorations come in, it's fine. Here, the sukkah is exactly the right width, and decorations come in, it's possible. What's the difference? What's the difference? So the difference is 
The difference is, I don't, I don't know who says this, but I think it's like a, a Pasha Deswar. The difference is like this. The difference is, what is the nature of the 7 by 7 Tefach Shir? And what's the nature of the 10 Tefachim Shir? The nature of the 7 by 7 Shir is a real Shir. It's not a fuzzy number. It's not a made-up number. It's a real number. A sukkah needs to be able to hold Roshev, Ruba V'Shulchanai. The measurement of that is 7 Tefachim. 7 Tefachim is a hard number. It's not a soft number. It's not an approximate number. It's an exact number. And it comes from a real shear. Therefore, if you minimize, if you go below that shear, I don't care even if it's for decorations, you don't have the space of a sukkah. You don't have what's required for a sukkah. The shear of Ten Tvachim was never, in other words, if you have a, a, a sukkah that is Ten Tvachim high, so your yaitzi, the rishus part of it, the reason you can't go less than 10 Tvachim is because it's a Dira Srucha. Dira Srucha is subjective. That's a soft number. That's a soft number. Dira Srucha is already a subjective number, and therefore you can apply the Svara of Taisus and the Chuvis Arajba to the Shear of 10 Tvachim <laughs> because that's less of a real number than 7. We're saying the Chilik is like this. The shear of 7 by 7 in the width of a sukkah is a real number. You cannot play with it. If for whatever reason you squeeze the sukkah smaller than that, you don't have a sukkah. The shear of 10 is not a real number. The shear of stuff protruding into the sukkah is a fuzzy number. Now we had a abundant, but even if it's deraisa, it's still a fuzzy number. Yeah, 10 means, the sh- 10 means exactly. So the sukkah that you have, the question is, is stuff protruding from it ruin it? Well, it was outs the, the, out's the number. You have the number. You, you measure, Roshus is measured by how tall it is. It is the right height. Zion by Zion is measured how much area there is. You know, you need the sukkah to take up that much space to be called a rishos. But we're saying it's nimat. If you have like a, if you have something on the floor, that wouldn't be ten on ten anymore. Would that be a problem with dimas rishos? Because that's mamish mamayim in the airspace. Here, you have the shell of the of the height which you need. The question is, does this mamayim? But it was out the shell, which is the sheer, which is the sheer rishos. You have that. Question is, is this mamayim? Well, if it's a dirasrucha, it is. Dirasrucha is subject to your interpretation. Mashenken, Zion al Zion, you need that space. You go on the Zion al Zion, you ruin it. So this is only a dirasrucha. Only, only dirasrucha can be negotiated. Zion by Zion I can't be negotiated. Why that's the difference, but, but in, they're saying that the numbers are fuzzy or Matthias, that something's hanging down. No, that's not a difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something along that line. Something along that line. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara. Period. Now, back to th- what we just got into this decoration thing was not really was not really what we're here to discuss. We're really here to discuss having sheets on your schach. When we discussed having sheets on or under your schach last night, we also started discussing having sheets as decorations. So now we're back into what a real sugya is. We're back into our real sugya. Says the Gemara, Menimen Avde Derbashi. Menimen, the slave of Rabashi, 
His shirt got wet with water. And he spread it out on top of his sukkah. He had a good sukkah. He had a wet shirt. He put it out, spread it on the sukkah to dry it in the sun. Rabashi told him, please pick it up right away. That people shouldn't say that people shouldn't say that you're using that it's a davra makabal tumma. So the Gemara says, well, everyone knows I'm not using this for schach. Everyone knows I'm not using this for schach. His <laughs> ever told them, Bahaka Chazli Duritiva. Everyone will see, meaning you're worried that people are going to say, ah, Rav Ashi has schach, it's makabal tumma. Says his slave, no one's going to think that about you. They'll see that the shirt is sopping wet. And if anybody sees a sopping wet shirt on a roof, everybody knows, everybody knows that it's just there to dry. He's not using it for schach. Says the Gemara, I'm talking when it dries out. When it dries out, which will happen in an instant, you won't know exactly which instant it dries out. So you're right. While it's wet, there's no problem of mesachich b'davar ha'makabotoma because you're not using it for schach. There's no problem with maris ayin while it's wet because people know that it's wet. But at one point, it's going to dry. When it dries, people are going to see, hey, there's a dry shirt on top of Rabashi sukkah. There's no reason why a person would have a dry shirt on his sukkah roof. He must be using a shirt for Mikabal, for, for schach. And that's the problem. Now, the Gemara cannot get away from... The Gemara cannot get away from, um, from, this, uh, from, this, from this din of noy sukkah. Itmar. Noy sukkah amuflagami menu arba. Sukkah decorations that are more than four tfachim removed from the schach, which means sukkah decorations that are long, that are long, and they go down from the schach four tfachim, which is, you know, a foot to 16 inches. Nice and long sukkah decorations. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Ramachman says it's fine. They're not. They're not mavatal the schach alt oihel. Ravchizda v'Rabba Baravuna Amri Psula. Ravchizda Rabba Baravuna say if the sukkah decorations and this is how we paskin, if the sukkah decorations are longer than four tefachim, they become an independent thing. They become. Their own ayhel. Rashi says psul. If you look at Rashi, Mishum ayhel mifsik. It's an ayhel that separates between you and your sukkah. It's like sleeping under a bed. It becomes since it's so long, it's no longer bottle to schach. We said last night the lumbus that anything, even davar makabel tumah, is not mavatel the schach, is because we said that that the, the decorations become bottle to the schach. If something becomes bottled to the schach, then it's, it's no longer a problem 
of Dover Makabotum, it's not Mavatl Yerschach. But since something is for Tfachim long, it becomes its own Rishus. Anything that's for Tfachim becomes its own Rishus. So says Rashi, what you have is another Rishus that's being Mavsik between you and your Sukkah. And therefore, you are not sitting in the shade of the schach, you're not sitting underneath the schach, you are sitting underneath this idol. Is that the case of the canopy last night? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's not, it's nothing to do with the schach. Meaning, if it's part of the schach and it's decoration, we said it's fine. But if it's too far removed from the schach, and that, like you asked, why can't you say that the fancy bed is Naisoka? So we said it's too far removed from the schach. So this is, my, yeah, good, exactly. That's mamish this case. That's mamish this case. And, and this is La Halacha, and um, you should check before Sukkot, if it's by the uh, table area, that no decorations are longer than Fort Tfachim down from the Schach. Um, fine. Why was the canopy good again? Canopy yeah. was bad. <clears throat> no, the. Because it's not an oil. Because that's not an oil. Yeah. You're saying some people have these like uh, like they sell these decorations now, right? They're like fake chandeliers or, or like these big falls that hang down from the that's yeah. more than Fort Fakhan. Yeah. <laughs> hanging over that table, not necessarily where they were yeah. sitting under it, but Yeah, it's it has to end by, by four tfachim. Yeah. If you're not sitting under it, then all it does is it ruins the area on top of it. Now, if the area on top of it is, is so schach puzzle is only puzzle by arba tfachim. So if the area on top of it isn't four tfachim wide, you're fine. If, if it is four tfachim long and four tfachim wide, then that area is not schach and you have a hole in your sukkah. And then your walls don't work. Four tfachim is not a lot. 16 inches. It depends where it is. You know, it depends where it is. It depends where it is. <laughs> if the wall's far away, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like this. Fascinating. Rav Chizda, Rabba Barapuna. Rav Chizda and Rabba Barapuna, who are the Amarayim that just said that if the sukkah decorations are four tfachim long, removed, it puzzles their puzzle. Iklu, they went to visit Lebe Reish Galusa to the Reish Galusa. And you'll never guess where they slept. Agninu Reb Nachman, or they slept by Reb Nachman, and Reb Na- Agninu means like a verb, he slept them, he gave them to sleep, Reb Nachman, who holds that this kind of sukkah is kosher. He holds that no sukkah muflagim imenu dalad is kosher. So Reb Nachman put them in a sukkah that had this psul like them, but was kosher like Reb Nachman. Shenu Yeha, that its noy was muflagim mimenu arbet vachim, was removed from a fort vachim. Ishtiku v'le amulav v'le midi. Ishtiku, they were silent. V'le amulav v'le midi, and they did not say anything to Reb Nachman. So Reb Nachman said, aha, I thought you guys were mocked on this. I thought you guys would never sit in a sukkah like that. Did you give up on that shita? Hadubu Rabbanu Mishmuai Sayu. 
Did you, were you chayzer from your shita, from your sugya? I'm like, no. We're in general putter from sukkah. We're here, anan shluchei mitzvah anan. We are shluchei mitzvah, p'turim anas sukkah. We're bamis and shluchei mitzvah. We're, Rashi says we're on a shlichas mitzvah to visit the Reish Kalusa. So we're traveling for a good reason. So we're totally potter from sukkah. Now listen, we're not going to turn down a sukkah. It's extra credit. So we slept by you. When we noticed that your sukkah has no sukkah that's puzzle like us, so we're not going to protest because we would have been just as happy to sleep in a house tonight. We didn't need a sukkah. We're potter from a sukkah. We're shluchei mitzvah. So that's why we didn't say anything. But no, if we would be home, we would never allow this and we would have protested. If somebody goes somewhere where there's a pasta sukkah, he has to seek out a kosher sukkah? If he's chayv in sukkah. If he's traveling, which is usually the case, then no. But it, and, and, if there's, and like we said, if there's none, there's none. You're an itis. But if you're traveling and you're chayv, yeah, you have to seek out a, a kosher sukkah. Travel for business, we said it was okay. Is Daichasukah, that was Mamash, the example well, of. That's the whole time they're there? Yeah, yeah. They... Yeah, yeah, because Shulchem Mitzvah, um, the Bey Machazirosim, Bey Malachas, Bey Machazirosim, two minutes ago, yes. Traveling for business, we said it's okay. You can. Uh... Ramesh said it's okay, yeah. <laughs> so there's a fascinating Ritva here. It's a fascinating Ritva. The Ritva says, you see from here, that if I hold something as mutter and you hold something as usr, there's no iser lifneiver for me to give it to you. Now, don't shoot me on this example because this example could be a bad example for many reasons. But just to bring home the point, again, this could be a bad example. Let's say I believe chal stam is mutter. I hold Ramesh is kula that uh, Hershey bars are mutter. <coughs> and you come to my house, I'm like some like Hasidish guy with grace to pay. He's never, wouldn't be cheshed that what I'm serving him is a Hershey bar. I hold it's mutter. This guy never holds time in his life, holds it's mamash hazard treif. He comes, he sits down by me. He don't know any better. And my wife puts in front of him, you know, entomins with Dunkin' Donuts and, and Hershey bars and Altis and this is reason, it's like, you know, Sach right? and, and he's eating Cholostam, which he holds as Chazer Treif. Am I Avram Lefneiver? I personally believe it's Mutter. I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't hold that it's Mutter. I know he thinks it's Chazer Treif. <laughs> Am I able to feed a guy stuff which he holds is Usser and I hold his Mutter? Whose who's measuring stick do we measure with Naiver by? The victim the or the doer? Hmm? He has to know the difference. They knew this. They saw the stuff, though. They knew it. Oh, so that's, so, so they're, so that's step Based two. Based on the Gemara, with the way it was Gamaliel, he made him come on the Yontiv. He made him walk. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't care about Lefnever. I'm telling you, you're wrong. This is not a that's not a machlekes. You, your sheet you doesn't. Lefie, you? Yeah, no, your sheet doesn't exist. You, that's why you you. Your sheet doesn't exist. Nim the Your sheet doesn't exist. That's right. what they, hold, they hold your they, sheet doesn't exist. No, 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 no. They hold Chalostam no, no, no. doesn't exist. No, 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 no. So again, don't shoot me on the example. We're not, we're not hacking the example. You did a general and just feel too guilty giving a guy food like that. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not, don't shoot me on the example. Okay. Ram Gamliel, that case is bad because Ram Gamliel wanted to make a point. I don't lift the You're wrong. It's not Yom Kippur. Come with your wallet. 
Here, here, I know what you hold. You know what I hold. Vaharai, he said that to him in a minute. And still, I was willing to do it. So the Ritva wanted to bring a raya from here. The Ritva wanted to bring a raya from here that you see Lifne on your on your bar. And if I personally hold that something, Yashan, or Chalv Stam, or, you know, I hold cherry casks as mutter. Any, you know, again. Three hours and six six hours. hours. Huh? Three hours and six hours. No, because three hours and six hours. He's a mimic. Yeah, but. He left his washing mouth out. Right, right, right. So says Ritva, no. Here's different. Here, caveat enter. You you could see this. It's not like Hershey's. It's not like Hershey's. That like, you know, it's like you know, like, like he, you can't tell, you know, this says H on this bar and E on this one. This is, but like, it, if you can't see it, so then your mom is messing the guy over. Here, here, here's the sukkah. Use at your own discretion. Use at your own discretion. I'm not making you do something. So the Ritzvah in the end rejects it. But people still, people still took the Shaila as a good Svar and said, hey, if you hold something this mutter, you can't be over. Now, I may be a jerk, but I can't be over Lifneiver. Lifneiver tells me, don't cause someone to do something you think is usher. So, although I may be tricking you and I may be a bad person, but it's very hard to make a guy over Lifneiver when I don't believe it's usher. So, you're making another year do it. I don't believe I'm doing anything wrong by doing it. So, you're a jerk because you know the guy's Machbet on it. Meaning, like, let's say like, you hate mushrooms. I know you hate mushrooms. And I give you chalent. And like I tell you after it's haha, the chalent had mushrooms in it. So I'm still a jerk. So in other words, so that could be what Maybe the trade. You don't know if something like with the sherry cask, that if you don't know if the other person is mocked on sherry or not, are you able to serve him and not tell him that it was sherry? That's Mamish the Shiloh, which means, which, because you're, 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 you're trying no, to do how. Between when you know it's Mutter and you know the other guy knows right. it's it, it's also or where you don't know if he has an opinion on this, right. could you use that in your favor? Right. For sure in the jerk factor, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. How's it different than that? If you know that a guy made that's a nether not to eat. Let's say he made a nether. So no, so you're a nether also. No, I, I, so you're saying this nisht erga that I'm hugging Taiva. It's like he made a nether. It's like I'm hugging If you give another wine, if you give another wine, you have a nether. Yeah, but no, see, see, that is not mutter to you. You're also usher if you're a nazir in wine. No, I'm saying I'm not a nazir. The other is a nazir. But that's no, you and him are in the same boat of Lefnever. This is an interesting case that you're never in that boat. You're in the boat of Nazir. You're not immune from Nazir. You happen not to be a Nazir currently. But you're not immune from Nazir. So you're mechliv in the lefneiver of Nazir. Mashenkin here, I'm not mechliv in the lefneiver of Chalstam because I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There by Nazir, you're in the lefneiver of Nazir. You could be a Nazir within 10 seconds. I don't want to kill your example, but you're immune to Chazatreif, which is what that guy thinks it is. Not if you hold it. If uh, again, if whatever, if whatever the whatever the example is, it's like like in this case, Reb Nachman held is a hundred percent mutter. So you think if, if I give another, if I give another wine, because if I was another, I you think even though now I can. Yeah, have which is why the Taisas and Bav Mitziah discusses a case of a lady cutting off a man's pay right. is because a lady will never be mechliv in right. Baltakif, but knows you're mechliv in Nazir, you're not a lady in Baltakif. That's the only way to get out of it. Anyways, that's the result. What, what if Shimon is going to Ruvain for Sukkot? Ruvain's going to Ruvain.
Well, no, there's no mini don't sleep in the circuit. So, so we've been discussing lately that a person, and it was the third din in our Mishnah. So, you're not allowed to make a uh, sick underneath <laughs> a house or a tree that's pushed. You're not allowed to put a sheet on top of your schach. And you're not allowed to put a sheet under your schach. Those are all schach issues. Then the Mishnah transitioned into something we really discussed in depth in the second paragraph. This is not the real place for it because it's not, like we said, the real topic of this half of our parak is construction of schach. And the issue, the last issue brought up in the Mishnah, and the issue we're going to discuss tonight and next time we get together is an issue of how you live in the sukkah which is not really the topic of our parak. It's really a second parak topic, but, you know, it's close enough, and the Mishnah always does that. So the last thing in the Mishnah was, you're not allowed to sleep in a canopy bed because that is an oil. Again, it's not a schach issue. It doesn't passle your schach, but it's a it's oil a, uh, issue. So says the Gemara, Amr of Yehuda Marshmul were like smack in the middle, a little above 50 yard line, on Yudam Abbas. Amr of Yehuda Marshmul, Mutter Lishan Bekila Besukkah. It is Mutter to sleep in a Kila in the Sukkah. Now, a Kila. <laughs> Remind me of a funny Yiddish joke. <laughs> a Kila in Yiddish is a hernia. The, the story with this Gerach Hassan. So he's learning with this kid. You know, Gareth, now let's say the word wife, lady, woman, all off limits. So he goes, I need to get Gavin Zanduis. Someone gave his wife, Tata, who's high Zanduis? What's a deuce? So he says, Ivais, you know, the Zachvas, Ichab, man Tata Gahat, man Zayde Gahat. You know the thing I have, my father had, my grandfather. Who's Akila? I heard you. Sorry about that. Anyway, I kiss her. So, Mutter Lushan Bekila Besuka. You'll never be learning more of the same. A person is able to sleep in a canopy in the sukkah. Now, I know this is the third word for canopy we had, and I know. I'm not describing them like they should be described. They mean different things. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I, I know that they're different kind of kilos. This one sounds he like... He smoked before he laughed, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one sounds like he's like in that age. You're not allowed to laugh. You got a coffee. Don't worry, the rub's not. So I'm <laughs> He's related somehow. He didn't hear about his learning. <laughs> so, so the Gemara says, this thing, Akilah, it's like a low kind of canopy. It says your mutter to sleep in this canopy in the sukkah. Even though it has a roof. So, so far, this is mamish, the opposite of what we said in the mission. The mission had said, if it's a flat top canopy, like just four posts and a sheet that's on top of it, then you're not allowed to sleep in the sukkah. The only time you're allowed to sleep under a canopy bed 
under a tent bed in the sukkah is when it came to a point on top and therefore there's no gag. Says the Gemara here, you're allowed to sleep on a kilo with a gag. Why? Why? Says the Gemara, because vuhu she'ena gavaya asara. It's not ten high. That if the area underneath the oihel is not ten tfachim, that negates the whole oihel status of it. We'll see that one of the definitions, not the only definition, one of the definitions of an oihel is that the area that it protects is at least 10. And therefore, since this kila does not ma'ahil, it doesn't roof over an area of 10 tfachim high, it doesn't count as an oil, even though it has all of the other factors. As long as it's not ten fachim high. Toshma says the Gemara, you're wrong. I mean, some of Fursha Brysa. This is Rabbi Yudah Mershmul. He's an Amari. He can't argue on a Brysa. Brysa says, Somebody that sleeps in a kila in a sukkah, he's not yaitzit. Says the Gemara, Well, I left myself an out. That brisa, that asers, sleeping under a kila in a sukkah is when it has ten, because then you have three strikes against you. It has four posts, it's flat on top, it has, you know, it has some flatness on top, and it's ayhel over ten tfachim, so it counts as an ayhel. I, I, my case was when it didn't Ma'ahil over 10. Mesu, once again, this is the first mission, the second part. If a person sleeps under a bed in the sukkah, once again, you're not Yaitse, you're Mitzvah sukkah. And Sigmar says, once again, we asked Mamish's Kash in the second part, we said a bed's not an oil, it's the area underneath the bed isn't 10 Tfachim high. If you remember, Shmuel explained it, Bemita Gavaya Asara. That is a bed that is ten Tfachmai. That's a bed with very, very, very high legs. And therefore, that bed, Taka, passels, that bed, Taka, passels the, um, the person that sleeps underneath it. That's an idol. So this, you know, like I said, we won't go for a long time. We'll stop. But the next thing is a long riot. Um, that the Gemara says, and we're going to almost stick with this next time, that if it's not ten tfachim, it doesn't count as an oil. We're going to put in one caveat next time, but that'll take us too long to do now. How's this three times? So, like this. Continuing with the uh, din of the Mishnah, we said on Thursday night that... We said on Thursday night that a person may sleep in a canopy on a bed, even though the Mishnah said that a person cannot sleep in the canopy in a bed. Rabbi Huda Rashmul said on Thursday night, a person can't sleep in a canopy in a bed. Now remember, now remember, all of this is in the third din of the Mishnah. This will, this will become important that the Mishnah and the third dinner, the first two dinner in the Mishnah were ways to passel schach, which means if you put, the way Rashi learns, if you put a 
sheet on top of your schach to protect from sun, or if you put a sheet under your schach to protect from falling leaves, that ruins the schach. That passels the schach. We then set a third din, which doesn't passel the schach. We said this is more like the din in the second part, which we quoted on Thursday night, that a person is not allowed to have <coughs> inside a sukkah. That if a person is inside his sukkah, the sukkah has to be his ayah. And if you construct an ayah within the sukkah, that inside ayah ruins the fact that you're in the ayah of the sukkah. So, so the Gemara said, that's what the Mishnah said, you're not allowed to sleep in a canopy bed. And we said you are able to sleep in a little tent. So says the Gemara here, a person is able to sleep in a canopy in the sukkah, even though it's not a tent, even though it has a flat roof. And we said the reason is, is because, is because it's not tent fach. Which means in order for a canopy to hustle sleeping in the sukkah, it seems, we're going to modify this in a minute, but it seems now it needs two problems, two strikes. Number one, that it has a flat roof. And number two, that it goes ten tfachim above your bed. If it goes ten tfachim above your bed and it has a flat roof, that has a din oihel, and that passels your yeshiva sukkah. It doesn't passel your sukkah, which means in the first case in the Mishnah, Anyone in the sukkah's puzzle. Here, you can have one guy in the sukkah who's fine, because there's nothing wrong with the sukkah, and you can have a guy next to him in a canopy bed who isn't in the sukkah. It's nothing wrong with the sukkah. What's wrong? It's nothing wrong with the sukkah. It's, it, what's wrong is that you're in an oihel, and therefore you're not in the sukkah. It doesn't puzzle the sukkah. It puzzles the yeshiva sukkah. That's the... That's the VAR. But in order to pass the Shiva Sukkah, you need two issues. You need two problems. You need two strikes. Number one, it has to be ten tvachim high. And number two, it has to have a flat top. Says the Gemara like this. Mesve. I think there's a mamish. It's a teeny bit below the halfway mark. Mesve. No, we did that. Tashma. Tashma, which is a little lower. Everyone have the Tashma. It's Tashma Oishapires on Yud Ahmed Beis. Says the Gemara, Tashma. Oishapires al Gabe Kinefis. Our Mishnah said this, but this is actually quoting a Brysa. If a person spreads a canopy on posts, then it is Psula. So we see you're wrong. You said you can sleep in a kila, which is a canopy, in a sukkah. This brysa says meforish. You cannot sleep in a canopy in the sukkah. It passes it. It says, So the Gemara tries its standard answer, which we said Thursday night. Yeah, I'm not in trouble. I'm not in trouble. I only said that it passes the sukkah if it's ten tfachim high. Here, it's not ten tfachim high, and therefore it doesn't passel the sukkah. It's not ten tfachim high, it doesn't passel the sukkah. So, so far, so good. I didn't do anything wrong. And there, that it says it's passel, is when it is ten tfachim high. 
But notice I always have my escape hatch. I always have my lever that I, you know, could pull if I'm in trouble. Yeah, I only said it's bad if it's ten falchim. When it's said, whenever it's going to say it's bad, it's going to be when it is ten falchim. And whenever it's going to be when it's good, it's going to be less than ten falchim. So the Gemara tries here. That's why it's possible. Says the Gemara, sorry. That's not going to work here. I knew you tried it. Not true. Says the Gemara, it doesn't say like that in the Brysa. Or said a little sharper, it says not like that in the Brysa. Says the Gemara, Ditanya. Because the Brysa says as follows. Naklitin, when we talk about the word naklitin, shnayim. That is when there are two bedposts. One in the middle of the head of the bed and one in the middle of the foot of the bed. So you have like one thing sticking up in the middle of the front, one thing sticking up in the middle of the back. So obviously when you put a canopy on that, it's not going to have a top. So that when we talk about, when we talk about Naklitin, we're referring to Shnaim. Naklitin is two bedposts. Vikinoifis Arba, and whenever we talk about a canopy, using the word kinefis, we're referring to a four-post canopy. There's one on each corner of the bed. So obviously if you spread a sheet or a tent on top of four posts, that will passel the bed. That will make a four, that will make an, uh, that will make an oil. Now, Says the Mishnah, Pires Agabi Kinefis, if you spread it on Kinefis, it's Psula. Agabi Naklitin Ksheri, if you put it on one of those two posts, it's Kasher. So far, so good, just like our Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, I want to make a caveat in one of them. I want to qualify one of them. I said four posts are good, two posts are bad. Sorry. I said four posts are bad, two posts are good. Ruin someone's mind for a whole night that way. Four posts are bad, two posts are good. I want to qualify one of them. This that I said, two posts are fine. This that I said, when there's only these two posts and it's going to be a tent, it's okay. If that's if they are less than ten. When I said... I want to qualify a heter I said, says the Bryce. I want to qualify, I want to limit a heter I said. When I said that two posts are fine as long as they are not ten high. So that means that my other statement will go unqualified. My other statement will go unmodified, unlimited. Which means four posts are bad no matter what. If they are ten or are in ten, you're in trouble. Which means every single time you said you could sleep in a kilo, which is a four post. You said because it's less than ten. And every single time I brought up a problem, you said, Yeah, that's when it's more than ten. That's when it's more than ten. That's when it's more than ten. Really? This price has said four posts are bad, two posts are good. Two posts are only good if they're below ten. Didn't qualify four posts. It said four posts are always bad. Whether or not they are above 10. So now you mamish are in trouble. Do you have no way out? I nailed you with no way out. You said you could sleep in a kilo, which is a four-post canopy. 
you try to protect yourself yeah, if it's under 10. Well, here we have a price that says if it's four posts, it's unqualified. It is always possible. Two posts depends if it's 10 or not. Four posts is always possible whether or not they're 10 or not. I don't care. So you're in trouble. Every time I brought up a 10, that's possible. No, it's only if it's above four. Here you see clearly four posts are unqualified puzzle. Four, four, po- four posts are always puzzle, no matter what, whether they are 10 or not, and you're in trouble. You can deduce from there that it didn't qualify kinaifis. It didn't qualify four posts. Mechlal de kinaifis. Four posts. Af al gav she'en asara. Even though they are not ten high, they are puzzle, you're dead. What are you going to do now? No way out. Says the Gemara, not so fast. If you notice, I didn't use the word kinaifis for four posts. I used kila. Now, words have meaning. And I was very, very careful which word I chose. So yes, you did show me that kinaifis, four posts, are puzzle no matter what, whether they're ten high or not. But a kila can still be okay if it's under ten. You know why? Because a kila is different than kinaifis. A kila is shvach. A kila is weak. A kila is wimpy. It's a shvacha four-post canopy. A kinaifis is a strong, solid four-post canopy. Says the Gemara, you're right. Kinaifis of four-posts are always bad whether they're ten or not. Even if they're beneath ten, even if they're lower than ten, they're still bad. Because they are strong. They're constructed well. Akila, if it's four posts and it's under ten, due to its shvachness, due to its weak construction, is okay as long as it's under ten. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Shani, Kinaifis. Kinaifis are different. Dikvi, that they're kavua. So, so let's check our list to see what makes a sukkah kosher apostle. So this is basically what you need to navigate if you want to have a canopy in your sukkah. It definitely has to be under 10. If it's above 10, there's nothing to talk about. If it's under 10, if it's under 10, then... If it's wimpy construction, it's fine. It's a kila, even if it's four post. If it's under 10, but strong construction, then it's also bad. So in order to make a sukkah puzzle, in order to make a sukkah puzzle, you need A, 10, or strong construction. Why doesn't that extend to the sukkah itself, though, if it's strong? Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Bahari sukkah al gabe sukkah de kviya. Really? If something is ten, if something is ten, or something is less than ten, and it's kavua, it's kosher. 
A sukkah over a sukkah. One sukkah above another sukkah <coughs> is possible. Shmuel said, you need the top sukkah to be ten, the upstairs sukkah to be ten tzachim high in order to possible the bottom sukkah. Now, a sukkah is inherently a strong binion when compared to a canopy. Compared to this wimpy bed canopy. So, according to your guidelines, if something is a binion kavua, do you need it to be ten to passel your yeshiva sukkah? No. So now, the upstairs sukkah. Wait, one second. That's going to be the Gemara's answer. The upstairs sukkah. I saw from that, that no, that, that's the Gemara's parents. The, the upstairs sukkah is strong. It's a building. And yet, it still needs to be ten to passel the yeshiva sukkah. You told me, that the reason why kinoifis are apostles because they're strong, so they don't need to be ten. Then why does an upstairs sukkah need to be ten? It's strong. That's the Gemara's kasha. Let us say the Gemara's answer. You see if it still bothers you. Frank Gemara, you tell me if something is strongly constructed, it passes even under ten. Then why does the upstairs sukkah need to be ten? It's strongly constructed. Why doesn't it pass even less than 10? Why does Shmuel say the upstairs sukkah needs to be 10 tvachim high? Frank the Gemara, very sukkah, gabba sukkah, dikvia, that it is kavua. Va'amar Shmuel, yet Shmuel required 10. Kach sheira, kach psula. The height of a kosher sukkah is the height necessary to pass all the sukkah. Says the Gemara, one second. You're confusing apples and oranges. You're confusing apples and oranges. We kept on delineating that there's two psulim in our Mishnah. And really in the last Mishnah as well, there were the same two psulim. There's a psul of sukkah tacha sukkah. That is not a dip hell. The reason the bottom sukkah becomes possible when it's sukkah tacha sukkah is not because you're in a foreign hell. You're not in a foreign oyel. You're in a sukkah. It's a different psul. It is a psul of a sukkah under a sukkah. That's one psul. And that psul is the schach. That's a psul. Here, like we said many times, it's not psuling the sukkah. Like we said when we started, I could be in the same sukkah as you. I'm being 100% yaitze, and you're not being 100% yaitze, because you happen to be in a canopy bed, and I'm not in a canopy bed. So you see there's nothing wrong with the sukkah. There's something wrong with what you're doing, because you're in an oihel. You're confusing apples and oranges. You're comparing what pasal the sukkah for sukkah taha sukkah, which is its own set of rules, to what constitutes an oihel. Says the Gemara, Amrihasim dilemifsal sukkah, there, you're not talking about rules of constructing an oihel. It's nothing to do with an ayah. You're talking about making a sukkah. So you want to know what kind of sukkah passes a bottom sukkah because of the din of sukkah tacha sukkah? The answer is only a ten tefach sukkah. You want to know what constitutes an ayah? I'll give you the rules of ayah. An ayah can either be ten high or it can be kavua. Either of those making an ayah. Do not confuse what ruins a sukkah because of sukkah tacha sukkah, which is not a din ayah. Two, do not confuse that with what constitutes an ayah, which isn't a psul sukkah. It just happens to be you're in an ayah. Ayah has its own set of rules. 
Sukkah Tachas Sukkah has its own set of rules. So yes, by Sukkah Tachas Sukkah, it is Kavua and it still needs to be 10. Why? Because that's the rules of Sukkah. By Eihel, you don't need the rules of Sukkah, you need the rules of Eihel. What makes something an Eihel? There, either one makes an Eihel. This is logical. Something that's 10 Tfachim high and has a flat roof makes an Eihel, or something that's Kavua makes an Eihel. Do not confuse the rules of what makes an Eihel to what makes a sukkah. Sukkah tachas sukkah is only possible if it's a sukkah. Sitting in an oihel in a sukkah is possible if you're in an oihel. Do not confuse the two. Says the Mishnah, There, you're talking about the rules of pasling a sukkah. Yes, even though it's kavua, it still has to be ten to be a sukkah. Here we're talking about what makes your bed into an eihel, so you're no longer in a sukkah. Less than 10, nami have a it's also an eihel, as long as it's kavua. And I emerge, okay. Usher, good? Okay, fine. Yeah, I saw from your bad mood that that was that. Okay, fine. Fine, very good. Now, says the Gemara, a beautiful, a beautiful, I mean, not so beautiful, but... <laughs> A uh, lamdisha application, you see, you cheated. <laughs> says, says the Gemara, lamdisha application. We're, we're learning this in Bikiyas. You can imagine what the 11th graders do with this. Um, the, the, can you do a lamdisha application of the difference between. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the difference between an oihel and a covering. Which means, what are we saying now? We're saying that you could sleep in a canopy in the sukkah, and it's fine. Or sometimes it's an eihel. What are you sleeping in if it's not an eihel? What's the other option for a canopy if it's not an eihel? We're saying like this. Some canopies are bad. You're in an eihel. You're not in a sukkah. Other canopies are fine. Now, what, what is it if it's not a canopy? Give me a name for it. The name is it's some form of covering. Ah, oh, says the Gemara, this border, this border between a covering and an eihel has another application. And it's going to become useful in another sugya. Now we know that a person is not allowed to say Kriyashma in front of anyone who's not wearing clothing, including themselves. So, you know, so it's Negea, it's Negea when your wife is changing the baby once he's of a certain age. I forget, never a baby, never ever a baby. I was wrong about that. It's Negea if your kids are not clothed, or it's Negea if you're not clothed. It's Negea, you can't make a bracha in front of an erva. But if you put on a covering, you are able to make a bracha or say Kriyashma. So it says the Gemara, Omer of Tachlifa. Baravimi Amar Shmuel. Hayashin Bikila, a person who's sleeping in one of these canopies, Aram, and he's not wearing any clothing, All he has to do is pop his head out of the canopy and he's able to read Kriyashma. No, we don't want Ruba. Yeah, we don't want Ruba. Now, just for your general, general edification, 
one is able, I'm not saying this is the nice thing to do, one is able to read Kriya Shema bare-chested. That, that's a halacha. You're not able to daven Shemoneser that way. But it's like, if it's my Kriya Shema, you just throw a towel and say Kriya Shema. If it's Mam Shnei you could say Kriya Shema bare-chested. So, in, as far as Kriya Shema, yeah, it could be Reisha Verubai. But let, let's just talk about Reisha. Says the Gemara, if a person is in one of these kilas, he could pop his head out and read Kriya Shema. Meisvei, what are you talking about? You're wrong. Hayashin bekila aram loyaitzi reisha chutz lekila biyikra kriyishma. Your mommy can't get wronger. The Brisa says if you're in a kila, you cannot be meitzi reisha and yikra kriyishma because that doesn't count as your body being covered. Says the Gemara, gorgeous. Hachamayskinik shigavayasara. This is mamish the chilik that we delineated. When something crosses the border, when something crosses the line from being into being a canopy, a canopy is a house-like thing. It's an ayah. If something is not a house and it covers you, what is it? I guess it's a blanket. I guess it's a glorified, propped-up blanket. So says the Gemara, this chilek that we're making over here, that a kila that's ten has a din oihel that doesn't serve to protect you by Kriyashma. Like we'll see in a second, if your body is in the house and you pop your head out the window, you can't say Kriyashma that way. Your body's not covered. Even though your body's in a house and your head's not, your body's not covered. A house isn't a cover. A house is a house. So we see mamish this border that if you're an oihel, then it's like your body's in the house and your head's outside the house. That doesn't work to read Kriyashma. If it's less than 10, <coughs> it's on the right side of the border. It's not an ayah. Well, if it's not an ayah, what is it? It's a cover. Oh, gorgeous. Your body's covered and your head's not. You can read Kriyashma. So this border that we've been making tonight, that a canopy under 10 Tfachim high serves as a blanket, not as a tent, also as an afkimina as far as where you can read Kriyashma. This makes sense. The seifa of that b'risa that says that you cannot pop your head out of the kila to read Kriyashma says, What's that comparable to? A guy who's in a house not wearing any clothing, he's not allowed to stick his head out the window. Shmamina. So says the Gemara, we see gorgeous. We see Mamish that these fault lines that we discussed tonight, that a kilo under 10 is not an ayel, so what must it be? It's just a regular cover. So our main topic that we're discussing tonight is it doesn't pass through your yeshiva sukkah. If it's kavua and or it's 10, it becomes a house. It passes your yeshiva sukkah. And this same fault lines of whether something is a cover or a house will determine if popping your head out of it counts for Kriyashma. If it's a blanket, that's perfect. Your body's under the blanket, you pop your head out, you could read Kriyashma. If it has a thin house, then it's like you standing in the house, popping your head out the window, that's not sufficient to read Kriyashma. So we mamash see this fault lines, this chilik in that, in that sugya. Let's read one more line on top. Ubay Nami, by the way, a house won't help to 
you know, to, uh, it doesn't matter if it's ten. Afal pisha in gavaya sara. It doesn't matter to pop your head out. Kaven to kavia. Since it is strong, oihalahu. It has a din of oil. Delay garmi kinaifis. It's no worse than a four post bed that's kavua, which the gemara is just doubling down. That a anything that is kavua, either by virtue of it being ten tefachim high or by virtue of it being naturally kavua, like kinaifis, has a din oihal, not a din cover, so that won't help for Kriyashma either. We'll stop here tonight.